0: I'm Rami.
1: And I'm Shannon. And this is a workplace side hug. Side hugs are short, sweet, to the point mini episodes where we give you quick advice or workplace hacks to get you what you need, hopefully right when you need it. No matter what kind of hug we're giving you, you know that the goal is always the same. We want to help all of us build our workplace toolkit with a whole lot of empathy without a whole new degree. Now, today, (laughs) we are talking about a topic that Rami and I have been hit with a couple of times in questioners from listeners all about gaslighting. So we had a listener reach out to ask, hey, what do I do when my boss gaslights me? And then from that conversation, it's really exploded. And so we thought, wow, we really need to talk about this thing because it appears that it's happening and or the people are concerned that they're unintentionally gaslighting others quite a bit here. So maybe before we get into this, we should all ground ourselves in what is gaslighting? Because if I'm going to be really vulnerable, I, I get myself turned around on what this concept is sometimes. So gaslighting is when you are being manipulated by someone through psychological means to basically question your own sanity, right? So if if you sense that somebody is making you like doubt yourself or doubt how you remembered an incident or making you think that you're crazy like that couldn't possibly be going on you're being gaslit
0: so the let's 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 break this down a little bit so the origin of gaslight actually comes from a movie from 1940 um which is all about like psychological manipulation um and so if we think about psychological manipulation, it's mostly going to happen when someone who has influence on you, whether it's a boss, whether it's a, a spouse, mm-hmm. someone who has influence on you and who you trust, um, manipulating facts to make you feel like you are going crazy. Um, if we jump all the way to 2020, the the Chicks have a song called Gaslighting. I was
1: just thinking that. I literally was just going to bring that up.
0: So we've made the jump from 1940 to 2020. And I think, especially in the last few years, people are starting to understand that psychological drama like this is, is gaslighting. And I think it's something that I think five years ago, we wouldn't have been using that term as much. And I think even more recently in the last two, three years, it's become something that people are are putting this word back to, I don't think had we talked about this topic five, 10 years ago, we would have said the word gaslight. I think we probably would have said psychological manipulation or something. Yeah. Um, But gaslight is, is really the term and, and um, uh, it's, it's what everyone kind of associates with the same thing.
1: Yes. Yes. Okay. So at its core, the question that we're going to start by answering is what do you do when your boss gaslights you? Rami, what is your first tip here?
0: So I had this happen to me. I think the hardest part when a boss is gaslighting you is you start to question those conversations that you've had because they're telling you a different version of the story than you remember. Mm -hmm. And I think the biggest thing is to find out if they're doing that same thing to anybody else. Because I think... The whole point of gaslighting is that you are isolating that person and making them feel alone and making them feel like their version of the story is is not the one that they remember. And when they question their version of their experience, they start to question everything. Right. And I think it, it really shakes people and it, it causes people to be emotionally um I wouldn't say unstable, but less focused because they don't know if what they've experienced is real. And if they don't know if what they experienced is real, how do they trust themselves to remember anything else that's happening or to do other things? And so that's the goal of it. And so if a boss is doing this to one person, my assumption is that the boss is doing this to multiple people. In Mm -hmm. in my situation, they were doing it to multiple people. And so in talking to my over-the-wall buddies... I said, look, this is the situation. It's really weird. Like, I don't understand because this isn't how I'm remembering the situation. Yep. And then someone else said, oh, they did the exact same thing to me. Yes. And I said, okay, cool. So I might be remembering it correctly. They're they're gaslighting me. And they're gaslighting you. And that was the conclusion we got to. And I think that was really helpful to me. Because the goal of gaslighting is to isolate you. To make you feel that you are alone. And so having a boss do that. My guess is more often than not a boss is doing it to multiple people. It's not just one person. Yeah. And it may not be the same situation, but it may be, it may be that they're using the same tactics in various things to, to cover themselves or to, uh, hold on to their, hold on to their leadership or whatever it is. Right. Like people do this to, to dig into others and to, to really hurt others. Um, and so th- that's my first piece of advice.
1: Yeah, I think at the core, of what I'm hearing you say is like, how do we get others involved? And I when Rob and I first started talking about this topic, I was like, I don't know if I've ever been gaslit before. You're going to have to lead most of this episode. But upon reflection, I'm realizing, oh, there were times. And I think the fact that I even questioned, was I ever gaslit before, is an indication <laughs> that I was, because they want you to think that what you thought was not real. So I'm remembering a time where I was negotiating a contract with a company, and I knew I knew the owner was slippery. I'd been told by other people that this this person is slippery. You need to be careful. You need to be really careful. And we work through an in-person negotiation and they go out and send an email to the broader team before any contracts are signed being like, all right, Shannon has agreed to sign a two-year contract. And I was like, what? That is not what we talked about. And getting others involved was the right move at that point in time. So I went to talk with another one of the partners at the company. And I said, like, hey, this is not what happened. And that person was like, I can't believe he's doing it to you too. Like, he does this to people. (laughs) Don't back down, like, go back, say that you didn't say that. And don't be afraid to make it public. uh, Because we can't tolerate this behavior. So getting others involved. And if you work in a small organization, How can you even just like go check in with a a girlfriend or a a buddy of yours to just go walk through the situation and not doubt your own sanity in that sense, even if they don't work for the same company? Rami, what what comes next after you've done that?
0: So I think, look, if you're getting gaslit and you find someone else is also being gaslit, then my advice to you, and if it's from the same person, is together to confront them, right? If you're comfortable, I think the big thing is when someone is gaslighting you, you're saying, no, this is how I remember it. And they're saying, no, you're misremembering that. Like, this is actually what happened. This is, this is, this is the truth of that situation. Mm -hmm. And you're saying, well, no, that's not it. And you're saying, well, no, you're just, you're just misremembering. So I think when you have found out that it's not just you and there's another person in the same situation. If both of you are comfortable, you have to you have to go to that person and confront them and say, "Look, you're doing this to both of us and we know that what you're saying is not real and that you truly are gaslighting us and that it's not a healthy leadership mm-hmm. style mm-hmm. to to be doing that to us and you've told us that it's only the one of us, but we know that it's the both of us. Cause you said the same thing to both of us. Mm-hmm. And so I think if you're, if you have someone who's in the same situation, that's one way to, to get at it. If it's just you, you've talked to all of your over the wall mates. No one else is feeling the same things. I think what you want to do is take that next step and get them, get your gaslighter lighter to share it via email, right? Like put those words down in that, like, that there's a trail for it. Because I think the big thing is when everything is verbal, it's very easy for someone to misconstrue their words and to purposefully change what they're saying. When you put it in email and you say, Hey, I just want to confirm, like we talked about this thing, whatever it is like, um, can you remind me of what we, what we talked about? And I think when you start to get that in email, I think you'll see their story change. Because they don't have as easy, they can't easily manipulate uh, an email as they can a verbal conversation. Mm -hmm. And I think if they're not willing to do it in email, then I think you know that you're being gaslit. And I think that's where you start to really push back on them in terms of, well, no, I emailed you and you never responded to me. Mm -hmm. So, like, I don't want to talk about this unless you're willing to email me back on this thing.
1: Yeah, it really comes down to document, document, document. And this is true for gaslighters or any other like slippery uh, workplace situation that you're dealing with. Uh, And I think too, what I'm hearing at the core is like, how do you focus on facts and like isolate those facts and document them as facts (laughs) through an email chain or other means to Get the paper trail moving. So I I am remembering back to a time maybe five or six years ago where I, in hindsight, recognized that I was being gaslit by a cross-functional partner. Um, she was responsible for managing the, the buying side of our organization, I was responsible for managing the analysts. We were really struggling with in-stock levels. So imagine you you walk down the target aisle. And the stuff that you want isn't on the shelves. And you're really upset and pissed off. That was my team's fault. And that also made the buyers really frustrated. And this this woman was adamant that her buyers had nothing to do with this problem. It was because I had a shitty team of analysts who just were terrible at their jobs. And like, why wasn't I doing a better job of managing them? And it was through data that I was able to demonstrate like, I'm not crazy. You are part of the problem because she Mm -hmm. was instigating or her team was instigating last minute promotions all the time. Well, of course, if we run a last minute ad on something, yeah, it's going to be pretty freaking hard to have that item in stock. Yep. And and yeah, that's gonna be pretty hard to drive sales on that promotion that you're putting forward. So again, like how can you document it through data? And and where I would too want to give her the benefit of the doubt here is sometimes I think you can maybe, and we're gonna talk more about this later, unintentionally gaslight. Like, like I, I think she really did want to believe that her team was doing the right thing and giving my analysts as much information and in lead time as they possibly could on promotions. But then it was through data that she could see, no, they're not. We're running these promotions one week out, two weeks out when my analysts don't have a prayer of buying enough product in time. And we just can't do that. So get into the nitty gritty facts and document the crap out of it if you can. Rami, what's our last tip here?
0: Well, so I think this is where it's really dependent on the situation. So let's say it's just you. You aren't able to document it because you try to email them. You can't figure it out. They won't respond to you. So you go to HR. I think HR is not going to invalidate the gaslighter. I think in most cases, if your boss is the one gaslighting you, HR is going to take their defensive position rather than your supportive position. And so this is the worst part of being gaslit by a boss is there is no support structure Mm -hmm. to help you out in this situation. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a self-fulfilling prophecy of my boss makes me feel crazy. They're gaslighting me. I go to HR, HR is supporting them. They're not supporting me. Like no one is there to support you in that situation. And I think that's the hardest part. And so if there's any way that you can get any sort of, email, or anything else to document it, I think that's where HR may be willing to support you. But without those, it's it's literally a he said, she said, or, or she said, she said, or, mm-hmm. or they said, they said. Mm-hmm. And I think in that situation, HR has no idea what to do, right? Because put yourself in their position. Shannon just came to me. Her boss is gaslighting her. Like, she's telling me that they had a conversation. The boss said one thing and she said another. I I don't know how to unwind that. I can't unwind that. I wasn't there. I don't know the inflection and tone of that conversation. Yep.
1: And hierarchy is always going to reign supreme. So maybe here, if I'm going to get really candid, (laughs) my question is, why the hell are you still there? You know, like, if you really believe you're getting gaslit, uh, maybe it's... and, and you've tried to take the steps that we just outlined and the situation isn't getting better, then maybe it is time to look at what other options are available to you. Because do you want to be in a culture where you're going to get gaslit on the regular? Probably not.
0: Totally. Okay. So we had a listener question, Shannon. Do you want to tell us the question?
1: Yeah, I can tee this up. So someone DM'd us when this topic first came up and, and asked, is it possible to accidentally be the one to gaslight someone else? So the example that she gave was basically that she was trying to have a super open, but maybe a little blunt conversation. And the other person took it as like, a, oh, I'm the problem when that wasn't what you were meaning. You were just trying to create an open dialogue to talk about what's going on and what the issues are.
0: They thought they were being like passive aggressive in that, like, hey, we should talk about someone eating everyone's lunches. And then they're like, oh, Am I eating everybody's lunches? Yes.
1: yes. 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 So in short, I think I think it is possible to accidentally be the one to gaslight someone else. Even if I go back to that example that I gave of the the woman that I was partnering with at Target uh between buying an inventory. I, I don't know. Hindsight's twenty twenty Maybe she, she wasn't intentionally trying to make me think that I was crazy, but she didn't have all the facts on what her team was doing. And when she did, did she back off of it a little bit? What, I, what I'm hesitant, though, is, in my opinion, I think this word is getting overused quite a bit right now. It's just my opinion. And it's causing people to shy away from having crucial conversations that need to be had like i don't want this to be like uh oh i'm terrified to give anybody feedback now because what if i'm cr- the, the wrong one and i'm crazy and i don't want to make them think they're crazy because i'm great like you know like it just becomes a spiral thing what's your mm-hmm. take on this rami
0: i think it's difficult i think if you've been recently gaslit and you've been gaslit in a way that makes you feel crazy you are very in tune with the feeling that that has given you yeah and want to prevent anyone else from feeling that way i think being attuned to that is good i think letting that control you is is what is the unhealthy part like you're letting them continue to gaslight you if you're if you're afraid of having those conversations. And so I think it's when you want to have a blunt conversation, when you want to have an open conversation with someone, Mm -hmm. it's not allowing yourself to misconstrue everything that they're saying and being vulnerable in that moment, right? The The goal of gaslighting is to use your influence on someone to to take advantage of them and to make them feel like they are misremembering they're not they're not in their correct state of mind yeah and so if you want to have an open conversation it's really easy to prevent that from happening by just saying like hey i don't know we need an example here like hey like let's talk about the the issues that I don't know, I can't even think of a good example here because I think you'd have to go out of your way to gaslight someone when you aren't meaning to. I think gaslighting is very purposeful in that you you want to appear correct. And I think if the goal in having this blunt conversation is that you want to be right, don't have it. Mm -hmm. I think if the goal in having the blunt conversation is you want to get to the bottom of whatever the issue is, and you don't care who is correct in that situation, then have it
1: yeah, but if your
0: goal if your goal in having this conversation with someone is that you want to come out on top, don't have it because that's going to lead you to gaslighting.
1: I think that is an excellent distinction to make. I think that's a spot on being mindful of what your end goal is here and if you're trying to be right. Yeah, you might be on the gaslighting spectrum somewhere. The other thought that comes to mind for me is sometimes when we get in lockstep, I was joking with Robbie earlier that I, I feel like people can relate to this maybe more in like interpersonal, like like in my marriage, you know, if, if Nate thinks one thing and I think the other, he's adamant that he didn't say that and I'm adamant that he did. A telltale way to like get us out of that dynamic is to focus on what we want to create from here. So in this example where you were trying to have a blunt conversation maybe you were in a past focused mindset and, and instead how can you shift it into like, okay, well, what do we want to create from here? So
0: mm-hmm. this
1: bad stuff happened, but like now what, now, what are we going to do differently next time? Or now we're we going to do period next time. doesn't have to be a different thing per se. So this is a long conversation about gaslighting, but it really seems like it's on our listeners' minds. I think some of the core tips that we're talking through here is First, getting others involved, validating that it's not just happening to you. So you you get that like crazy thought that like, oh, am I crazy outside of your head a little bit more? Second, if you're comfortable, have a conversation with the person that you feel like you're getting gaslit by, being direct and frank, and confront that person with someone else. Third, document, document, and try to make it about facts as much as possible Lastly, go to HR with those clear facts and or recognize that if it's just not a situation that's going to get resolved, or it feels like the gaslighting is just going to continue, it may be time for you to consider what your other options are.
0: Well, and I think to add on to that piece is when people are gaslighting, it's because they're losing control.
1: Mm -hmm. And
0: so they're they're gaslighting you to take more control of the situation and, and the relationship. And so especially in those instances if this is a boss doing it to you it's it's not going to get better right yeah. like they're not going to suddenly stop gaslighting you. something about their their stability in what they're doing has shifted they're on they're on sand and so I think that's not going to get better. And so if it's happening to just you, no one else can help you, you can't document it, then I think at that point it's really, maybe moving on is the best option because staying there isn't going to help you in any way.
1: Yeah, and then the last tips were really about like, well, how do we avoid being a gaslighter? I loved Rami's point of like, well, if you're trying to be right here in any conversation, might be a sign that you're stepping into the gaslighting zone. And then the second thought around how do we shift the timeframe with which we're focused on to make it about what do we want to create in the future versus getting locked into... How we might be perceiving the present or the past in different ways.
0: I love it. So, with that, I think come connect with us on Instagram at Workplace Hugs. Let us know what your tips are, right? Mm-hmm. Like, these are our pieces of advice here for getting gaslighted. I think gaslighting is such a difficult thing to process when you're in that situation. So, let us know what your pieces of advice are for that. And with that, I've been Rami.
1: And I've been Shannon, and this was a Workplace Side Hug.